Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's that time of the week again, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another edition of Always Bet on Jack and Zach, presented by Mayweather Boxing and Fitness in Scottsdale, Arizona. Mayweather Boxing and Fitness is an inclusive, high-intensity fitness experience developed by the man on your screen right now, ladies and gentlemen, Floyd Money Mayweather himself. Head on down to Mayweather Boxing and Fitness now to get your membership. We're also presented by BetOnline.ag. You know what the promo code is, capital B-L-E-A-V-50, for that 50% bonus using betonline.ag. We're also presented by Eat Clean Phoenix, Arizona's number one meal delivery service, free delivery Sunday through Tuesday. To the Tuesday order by 5 p.m. on Friday using the number 602-573-7643. That's 602-573-7643. Say something stupid, Zach. That was, that was a great ad read. Yeah, that was smoothest you've ever been. You're getting better at that, my guy. You are. Congratulations. Getting that is a sincere better. compliment. I've been good. No, you can... Okay, Tom Brady was good and then got better. You can go from good to better. Good is not the peak. You classless jackass, use your own words. Mm. See, so it doesn't quite hit the same when you What do you mean it right? doesn't hit the same? Just didn't roll off the tongue. Oh, my. It was so weird. I will say this. Driving in today, I was just in the car listening to some jams, some Pearl jams, some Green Day, some Foos. Some lady antebellum came on. I, my phone was locked, so... <laughs> I was driving here today, and I just felt grateful. I'm like, I'm driving to a studio today. I get to talk shit with my buddy Zach, and that's what I get paid to do. Yeah, yeah. Every now and then you have moments like that. I wouldn't want to do it with anybody else, man, Aww. except like maybe five other people off the top of my head. You know what? Top but you're a great ten, consolation. Take, I'll take top. You're a popular guy, so the fact that I'm in your top ten, I'll take it. That's a win. It's like Kirk Cousins, top ten quarterback, <laughs> not top five. But you know what? I'd take Kirk Cousins' career. You're like I Matt take Castle. It. I'll still take it. I'll take Matt Castle. I'll take it. Uh, Speaking of NFL quarterbacks, we have two big pieces of news that broke yesterday. The yeah. first smaller one we'll go over, and then, then I'll talk about the second one. First one, Aaron Rodgers, which I kind of predicted, decides to stay in Green Bay. Yeah. A little, little bit of a controversy because they said that, you know, report came out. I believe it was um, boy, it was either Adam Schefter or Ian Rappaport. I believe it was Schefter in this case. Are you sure it wasn't Michael Rappaport? No. He's pretty on top of it as well. No, it's not my grandpa. You only go to him for New York Knicks news, I think. Yeah, yeah. But um, it was four, It was allegedly that it was four years extension, uh, $200 million. But Aunt Rogers said, yes, I am coming back to Green Bay, but no, I haven't done the deal on the contract there. So all Bears, Vikings, and Lions fans will continue to cry, knowing Aaron <laughs> Rodgers will dump them in the division. But, you know, that you think that would be the biggest news, but no. Russell Wilson, nine-time Pro Bowler, Super Bowl champion. A part of me thought you were going to go with the Carson Wentz news. I'm like, how is oh that bigger God. than Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> no. But you're right, yeah. Russell Wilson for two first-round picks, two second-round picks, uh, Drew Locke, a defensive lineman, and a tight end uh, to the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Seattle's, you know, re and they, they just kept, found out they uh, released Bobby Wagner, so they're in full rebuild mode. They are like, so people thought, oh, maybe they're going to, Flip those assets for like Deshaun Watson or someone like that. They just want to do like they know they're cut Bobby Wagner. There's expected to be a bunch of other players that are cut pretty soon. They're gonna go in full full rebuild mode. And now you know new best division of football. I mean AFC West. You got Derek Carr, 
Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, and now Russell Wilson, I that's a brutal, brutal division. I mean, who are you getting, though? The Russell Wilson of today or the Russell Wilson of five years ago? I mean, that's what the Broncos hope. I, but here's the thing that I, and, and this is someone who's, as a Cardinals fan, can say this. People are way overreacting to the way Russell Wilson performed last year because, yeah. one, he was good in the first two games, was injured, missed, a, missed a quite a handful, was back, still clearly recovering from injury, playing a not great, you know, not great offensive weapons, not great scheme under Pete Carroll. And then he won. He, you know, beat SF both time, San Francisco both times. He upset the Cardinals in the last week. Like, he was getting it together at the end of the year. So, especially with all the different weapons they have out there in terms of running backs, young receivers, and tight ends, that offense, that running game. Uh, bold prediction right now, I actually think he wins the division. I actually think that for the first time in his career, Patrick Mahomes does not win the division. What you? How, how long are we gonna keep it there? How long are we gonna keep Beautiful. it there? No, that's not. Be- <sighs> you lost him, Zach. I was really reeling reel back was, in. Okay, but no, for the first time, I'm predicting Patrick Mahomes does not win his division. I think Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos will actually win that competitive AFC West next year. But that, the other thing that changes is now, like the NFC is kind of like the old NBA Eastern Conference, where like it's just so weak compared to the AFC. I mean, the AFC is just so much more loaded because Tom Brady's gone, you know, a bunch of other... I mean, outside of the Rams and maybe the Packers, what's the threatening team in the NFC? AFC, you got the Ravens, almost the entire AFC West. You still got Cincinnati, the Browns, the Bills, like the Titans, like the Colts, if they get a quarterback like Jimmy G, like that AFC is loaded as a conference now. They're loaded, but they're still like, it could be anybody's yeah. conference. Mm-hmm. Where no. in the NFC, it's kind of a little bit more skewed. Yeah, it's, just, it's Rams. Rams or Green Bay pretty much at this point. You're not going to give Dallas a chance, are you? No, no. Dallas sucks. Robin is smiling because she knows it's true. She's not nerd. She's older than us. So she actually has memories of when they were good. And so she should be able Please to. Please like, tell us. What was it like witnessing Troy? Good Aikman? Dallas, yeah. Tell us. Tell us these fantasy stories that I don't even believe are real anymore. Well, growing up in Arizona, it was a real pain in the butt being any type of Arizona sports fan because Dallas people, they drove us crazy. I was more of the hockey kind. So it was, you know, the Coyotes back then, it was Phoenix Coyotes and the Dallas Stars. And they actually were what we called the Stanley Cup chumps. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have a love for the Dallas Cowboys. I'm sorry. I mean, you know, they, ugh. yeah, the whole thing with the cheerleader thing, you know, they made a big deal. Oh, you got to love the team because they have the hottest cheerleaders. I'm sorry, but Arizona chicks are hotter than Dallas. Oh, sp- speaking of the cheerleaders, right? do we talk about the, uh, what was it, $2 million voyeurism settlement against the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders? So, you know, Dallas Cowboys is a real stand-up organization all around. Jerry's so. trying his best, okay? And it's not working, which makes me so, so happy. Moving on to the second piece of football news, now that I had my fun crushing his spirits. <laughs> this one a little bit, this like one less, less, less Carson exciting. Carson Wentz going to Washington? No, 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 no more, no more of that, that We're not news. even going to touch on that? That just happened. If you want to, I think that's completely Carson irrelevant. Wentz has been traded to the Washington Commanders. Enough said. Move on. <laughs> you know what? That was good. I like that. But we don't no, really need to touch on it. No more, more trade. No more. Fr- no more trade uh, reports. This last one before the Michael Sarah, uh, Calvin Ridley, who sat out last year for mental health. Uh, young wide receiver from Alabama plays for the Atlanta Falcons. Sat out last year due to mental health. 
um, gets suspended for one year. I believe it was he was there late October, early November in a four-team parlay. He bet 15, which included the Falcons, to win. I'll give all the details, but it did include his own team. And he was away from the team. Like I said, he wasn't playing last year, but he bet $1,500 on a parlay on NFL games, which did include the Falcons, either late October, early November. Uh, and he got suspended for one year. He got the entire suspended for the entirety. So a $1,500 bet cost him $11 million. And obviously, you know, this is a, a bet show. And, you know, obviously sports organizations like the MLB, NBA, and NFL are getting closer and stuff like that. But, you know, you were at uh, the Endings Festival. And I believe, did you, uh, I mean, you know, Pete Rose, we mentioned him so like, as, you know, famous like cheating like like not cheating but you know gambling scandals and sports how that's still taboo yeah it as much as i don't think calvin ridley was genuinely doing anything close to like pete rose or god forbid like tim donahy the nba ref like anything close to that i think it's just that the integrity is so important to these leagues oh, yeah. that I agree with the year-long suspension. I don't I mean, know. I think that's perfect. Everybody's ultra-sensitive with that stuff today. So the fact that he even take that risk baffles me. Yeah. Right? I, it's not nearly as bad as Pete Rose. But to think after mm. all of these years, you know it's wrong. You know it's forbidden. Yeah. No, but that's the point is you don't want it to get to a Pete Rose or a Tim Donahue situation. Yeah. Like that's You just want to avoid that at all costs. So I know a year punishment is harsh, but you have to. He wasn't like, betting on his own Jeremy. games, was he? So that's the thing is he so he was he wasn't he was away from the Falcons he was not playing for the Falcons here he was you know he was uh, in Florida is where he lives so he was not even in the state of Georgia he was nowhere near the team so he wasn't even playing mm-hmm. but he did bet on the Falcons in his parlay to win to be fair not to lose but then again that doesn't really matter we talked about it how like how Pete much Rose, was he betting fifteen hundred dollars total. See, 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 see. It's not even close to what Pete Rose did. No, that's my, my point is that like you is not because it's that, but I think you just deter you have to like yeah. deter people so much. I mean, I mean, and people, you know, some people I heard online were saying, you know, oh, you know, he's only been on his team to win. You know, what does it matter? But you know, Pete Rose actually never bet on his team to lose, but it's when he didn't bet on when he didn't bet on his team to win that was a huge indicator. That like let bookies know. That let different other people know. So you just. You can't do it. I mean, I've heard some... I mean, he's going to appeal it. We'll see if it gets reduced, but I hope it doesn't end his career because, like I said, it's not nearly as bad as, like, Pete Rose. Or I, I think there's a lot of people but... out there that would say, like, he wasn't playing, he was relaxing, people bet. It's becoming yeah. legal in almost every state no, in the country. I get it. That's why I don't think he should be barred for his career, but I I think one year... I, I would at least 10 games. Even if it gets reduced, I think I needs to be at least a 10-game suspension even if it gets appealed. I think... Anything less than that, and it's not enough of a deterrent for players. I Yeah, I agree with that sense. I don't think, I legitimately think in the future, if there's another one of these outbreaks, like, there's probably a ton of people that bet. Oh, a ton yeah. Of players that bet, Just which ones say. get caught? Which ones are, you know, dumb? They'll, they'll implement dumb. some sort of rule against it or for it, I think, in the future. Now that it's legal almost everywhere, how big it is On with your all phone, of these it's just books, how convenient it is, how easy it is to do. I think there's certain there's going to be certain regulations. They're going to make it a lot more lenient in the future. That's my prediction on it. Ooh, I like that. Prediction. I think they're going to find a loophole for certain for players because I, I honestly don't see that being an awful thing. He wasn't playing. It wasn't big money in his for his bank account, mm-hmm. right? I mean, fifteen grand for some people is probably a ton. But no, fifteen hundred. Oh, 15, forget yeah. about it. Forget about it. Then I don't see like the fact that you even brought up Pete Rose at the beginning is shenanigans. 
No, I'm not trying to say it's equivalent. I'm trying to say you are trying to Yeah, but to just by mentioning the name, you put like him that. in that boat. I know, I know. He's still on the dock, as far as I'm concerned. Pete Rose sailed off a long time ago when it came to his stuff. Like, that stuff's dead and buried. I think he should be in the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. He's I the agree. greatest hitter of all time, has the most hits of all time. But Ridley's not even, like, he's not even in the same boat. I agree. Robin, do you, you agree with the year-long suspension, or how do you feel about this, this situation? I'm shaking my head because Pete Rose should be in the MLB Hall of Fame. Oh, yes, absolutely. ma'am. Absolutely. I, I like, like to hear I that. I actually like that guy. He's very personable, and he, yeah. he just gives you great conversation. So what, what's up, man? Dude, put him in. Yep. No, I agree. I he agree. might be the one where when he's dead and gone, they go, yeah, we, oh, let's put him in. Yeah. That's what everybody That's so thinks. Rude. They're going to put him in once he's the, the, dead. The, I definitely think that'll happen. On the other hand, like Barry Bonds and Clemens, those guys are not getting in, and it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Well, there's a reason for that, right? Still. I, I still, still think they, yeah. they hold the most... Seven-time Cy Young Award winner for Clemens. Barry Bonds is the home run king. Both without drugs were Hall of Fame -fame Mm -hmm. caliber players. I just, I think that, I I legitimately think A-Rod has a chance to get into the Hall of Fame, unfortunately. I think he had the biggest scandal out of everybody, but he is so popular off the field, especially today. I could see him getting in in the next few years. I think writers are going to, Flippy flop in the next four or five yeah, years. Yeah, it'll because because be, some of these writers will age and out. If A Rod gets writers, in, like then you're gonna look back and be like, how the hell did Bonds and Clemens? Yeah, I, I think as the as the voting base of the Baseball Hall of Fame gets younger, I think you are going to start to see some of that change. But that's wrong. It is. It All is, everyone who plays the game today and who played with those guys say that they should have gotten into. It's the writer, the people who have never played before, who are they? They are respected journalists and they got there for a reason you know mm-hmm. they do their homework but you know I, I just don't feel like they should be the ones to say they belong or not it should be the guys that played with them their colleagues the guys that went to war with them you know records speak for themselves yeah absolutely well that is all the football conversation we have today which means it yeah. is time talking, for after Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens for the last 15 <laughs> minutes that is all the time we have for the pigskin the Michael Sarah Halftime Report. Cue that Michael Sarah Halftime Report graphic with the black and green umbrella. Hank, what do we got today? You've been uh, you've been promoting this one as the greatest halftime show of all time. This, this far. is this is oh, I think my I'm favorite one I have yet. So we've been talking about the uh, new Hulu show that he has coming out. Unfortunately. So, which we are sorry. Which which next week we're gonna like go over the preview, and then the week after that we're gonna start reviewing it. So I hope you realize that is what is going to happen. So anyway, you're make me watch it now. Yes, Amy. Uh, Amy, take Schumer. away from my How I Met Your Father time. Oh boy, How I Met Your Father. Anyway, Did you see the new episode this week? Anybody see the new episode? I can't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> so Amy Schumer was being interviewed since she is the main star of the show, and you know, asking like, so what is it like? You know, especially in COVID times, you know. Obviously, it's at the tail end, but you know, doing filming and being a working, you know, actress and entertainer while having, you know, a two year old child. And she, like, you know, sort of went over it and just goes, Yeah, you know, I was giving advice to like Michael on his kid. Does he have a, is that public knowledge? I just out him as a kid. So apparently, Michael Sarah not only is married, he also has a six month old baby boy. How did they manage to sweep that under the rug? Michael Sarah. How did Sarah, they get past that past you? Dude, I was the president of the Michael Sarah fan club. Because that's because I was talking. I was talking about this Robin before we started the show. I forget the thing is I make this Michael Sarah segment hard. Is one of the reasons <laughs> I like Michael Sarah so it's much. It's hard regardless. He's like the most. Shh. 
a relevant actor it, that could have picked. Rude, rude. The thing that makes it hard is one of the many things I like about Michael Sarah is that he, you know, is a bit of a recluse, that he likes to hide away from the public eye. So it's just like, but then, you know, this came out. Is he out hiding or is the media just not show. after him? Uh, Rude, are you going to really talk about the star of Superbad, one of the greatest comedy films? When I think Superbad, I think Jonah made? Hill. No, you think, no, you, no, 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 no. I think no, Jonah no, no. Hill oh. and I think McLovin. Oh, my. You are just going to. And then I think Bill Hader. You are going and to. And Seth Rogen. You're just going to ignore the emotional heart of that film, of one of the greatest films of all time. You're going to ignore. And then Emma Stone. And then I think about Michael Sarah. So he's sixth on my mind. So, wrong opinions aside, uh, obviously you didn't want us to know, so sorry that Amy spilled the beans, opened her big mouth and said that, but still, congratulations, one, on being married, our dear beloved Michael Sarah, and two, congratulations on not only this upcoming show, but having a healthy, healthy child, healthy six-month-old child. Yeah, I will say so that. Congratulations. Congrats. congrats to Michael Sarah, all jokes aside. Yeah, so, family So, wow, that is father. riveting information. I know. Bombshell. Almost. Bombshell. Yeah, you gotta get a clip this one. This will be a this will be a good one. Yeah, you gotta get a picture for next week. Ooh, all right, all right, all right. I'll I'll hunt. You get I'll me. Hunt. You get me proof. I'll clip. What it. do you mean proof? <sighs> anyway, that was the Michael Sarah halftime report. Cue out that Michael Sarah. Uh, what is that? Like a cinema conference? What do you call yeah, those film like, festivals? Yes, that was definitely that, a that's film what I was festival. Looking for. Red carpet. Has Michael Sarah ever done comedy? What do you mean? Has Michael Sarah like stand up? Yeah. Yes, usually at like New York Im- Improv, like back when he was like going there, when he was, you know, trying to, you know, be on Broadway, he would go on like some of the ones locally when he was doing Broadway shows. Was he any funny? Yes, he was Are funny. Are you sure? Yes, I am sure Michael Sarah's. Anyway, There's been a lot of actors that have converted to stand up and they're not that funny. It is time to talk about our alma mater. Because the Why? WAC tournament, all, all of the conference tournaments for college basketball are coming up. So we got the WAC tournament in Las Vegas this weekend. Oh, it is this weekend, isn't yep. it? Yep. That Jeez. time of the year. Yeah. It's March Madness time, baby. All right. So our beloved GCU alma mater is the four seed right now, and they will play the winner of Sam Houston versus California Baptist. If they were to win that game, they will then take on New Mexico State. In the semifinals. So, oh, in the semifinals. This yes. Year. So the seeding, That'll be a new look. seeding right now is New Mexico State one, Seattle two, Stephen A. F. Stephen F. Austin three, Grand Canyon four. Wow. Grand Canyon, you know, I think they had. I think I want to say they had over twenty-two wins. Like they had a good season, but you know, we talk about you know the WAC added a whole bunch of. Everybody new knew it was going to be difficult this year. This year. By far and away the best team under Bryce Drew in his first season last year. Mm. With the expansion this year in the WAC, everybody knew it was going to be difficult. I think everybody was under the assumption that they weren't going to win. Yeah, the I mean they still year. have they still, they still have, have a chance. chance. They still have I'd a chance. Say, I think it's going to be tough. I see them going to the WAC title. They game. beat Sam. They beat they beat Sam Houston in the regular season, so they win that, and they just get one upset against New Mexico State. I think they could take on either Seattle or S. Well, here's uh, the thing: New Mexico Washington. State had an awful year. An awful year. Not in conference, which is what mattered. Not no. in conference. They were they were bad at a conference, but when it came to playing against opponents in the WAC, they they buckled down when they needed to the most. So it'll be it'll be so that's why I think they have a chance. So that'll be I believe. Let me check these schedules again on these games. Oh, unprepared again. What do you Zach? mean unprepared again? I <sighs> see when you talk about things, you got to be prepared. 
That's what separates the boys from the men. The boys from the men? Yeah. Is that really, is that really what we're going with here? What's your favorite boys to men song? I don't know if I have one. I said that right, right? It's not, it's not men to boys, boys to men. I was say, really? You're, you're going to talk about those guys? Thank, thank you, Robin. Yeah. I mean, we Robin. talked about Michael Sarah for 10 minutes. Well, so hold on. Well. Hold There's on. There's a huge difference, Thank though. you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Boy bands are one thing. Good actors are different. Thank you. So. Did you find those uh, second the round, scores yet? March 10th. So today's the 9th, correct? So that'll be Thursday. Uh, will be their first game. They make it to the semifinal. That'll be Friday. And then the they made it to the championship. That would be Saturday. And those all be around 2, paci- 2 p.m. Pacific time for those oh. games. So, I, I think they're going to the WAC championship game. I'm that confident. They're a great team. Mm-hmm. Great I, team, I, I'm great chemistry. They, they have a reason. They're motivated. Yes. I just think there's better teams this year. I think the expansion really hurt them. Everybody knew that was going to happen. It was happen. a long-term And it's going to be a great Why? learning year. Why? It's going to be a great learning It's okay. My talking trumps your face. No, what do you mean? They're, they're not t- distracted. If it was the other way around, they'd be very distracted right now. But I think that uh, Bryce Drew's squad is definitely going to have a learning experience this year that they're going to take into next year mm-hmm. and have a great year in this new expansion uh, Western Athletic Conference. I think next year they have a legitimate shot to compete. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Can we stop? Hank, focus. The, if, you, if, you if you said Ratings focus, are plummeting right now. You act like this is... Okay. Anyway, so... We are losing YouTube views. <sighs> I don't know. I think I think you clip YouTube this. YouTube views you know, are deducting as we speak. I don't think that's how that works. Anyway, I swear I'm going to bring in the pool noodles. <laughs> so the other piece of college basketball news we have to talk about, and then unless you have anything else, this will probably be how we uh, wrap it up. Um, Coach K retiring had his last game uh, home game, which uh, not the average ticket price was the were all there have only been four Sewer Wolves that have a more expensive ticket price than this one last Coach K's last home game at Duke. So very expensive ticket. Ninety-six former players and coaches came out to uh see him off. But then he lost. Uh, you know, he four four seeds, they have a still a good chance going on title run and maybe we'll forget this. Maybe he does, you know, get the storybook ending if he goes on to make a final four or even win the national title in the Tournament, but he does lose his last home game. North Carolina arrival comes in and upsets him. The Tar Heels just go, no, 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 no. We're raining on this parade, but what an incredible, I believe, 42 years. I think he was coaching. I honestly, like, I look at that as that's your greatest rival that you've ever had. Duke, North Carolina, right? Mm -hmm. Buttonheads, 42 seasons, whatever it was for Coach K. Like, win, lose, draw, whatever in that game. Like, you're going out with a great basketball Oh, absolutely. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. No, but it was, I'd say, it was, it's crazy because, it, you know, he's been, not only has he been Duke, but he's been coaching Team USA for a yeah. while, too. So it's just. Oh, he's he's a celebrity. Yeah, it's an incredible legacy. It, it's weird to see it come down. Same thing, like, feeling like, obviously not nearly as long, but it's almost like, but, like, from my perspective, it's like, like Tom Brady and, like, LeBron James. Like, I don't know what the sport looks like without them in it. So it'll be real interesting. You know, we got a little bit of a taste of it because Coach K had a lot of, you know, um, People uh, opt out from COVID last year, so Duke didn't make the tournament. But, I mean, they're going to be a, a force you reckon with this year. And uh, I, in my bracket, I'm filling out Duke. Even if I don't think they're the best team, I think U of A is going to win the title. I'm still going to put in Duke in my bracket once we fill those out because I 
that would be just such a great story. Well, we got a couple of weeks left, right? It's starting pretty soon. Yeah, not much time left. We got the uh, last couple bit of conference tournaments for the automatic bids, yep. and then selection day, and then we're gonna we're gonna have to fill out our brackets on this show. Oh, we're gonna fill out like how many different brackets can we fill out to find the right one? There's like a couple thousand different ways we can go, right? More than thousands. There's, you think? There's this. Okay. It's 64, 64, 64 teams. 68 factorial. Because there's the four. 68. Factorial. And what do you, th- you think we can like quadruple that? Like how many different scenarios? Because. Are you trying to like guarantee. I'm trying to, to do the math in the- my head and I failed math in high school. I, I, I was in a class my senior year called Math 4. Siri. They made up a class for like the four worst students in the school and they called it Math 4. It was like a mix of like everything, algebra, geometry. They're like, you need to go over this one more time before you take your academic career to the next level because it just did not work out. Shout out to my Math 4 peeps. There were four of us. Throw up the fours. Do not throw up the fours. I am trying to stall right now. Why are you doing this? Why are you so unprepared today? 9.2 quintillion. Like I said, 68 factorial. Clearly you weren't good at math with that number. I just said it, 9.2 quintillion. We can get it done. 9 quintillion, 223 trillion, 307, no, 300 zillion, 372 trillion, 36 Million eight hundred fifty-four billion seven hundred sixty-five thousand eight hundred eight. I think that's on my bucket list to predict a perfect bracket. So I'm definitely going to make those. The numbers are so low. Anyway. Yeah, number twenty. Make a perfect March Madness bracket. NCAA. That was all we had for this week. No, 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 no. I think now that I've brought up my my bucket list, you want to hear some of the things on my bucket list? I haven't actually opened this up since <laughs> I was like seventeen years old. Speak Spanish? That's never going to happen. <laughs> I did stand on the Golden Gate Bridge once. I got to stand on the Eiffel Tower. Spend St. Paddy's Day in Dublin. We got to do that. That is a good one. We That's have we have to do a uh, St. Patrick's Day special next week. Yes. Throw a perfect game slash no hitter in MLB The Show. You want to hear that story? Do you actually do that one? I was mere seconds away from perfection. Okay, Johan Santana on the mound for the New York Mets, taking on the Baltimore Orioles. I think it was um, The Show 2014. Mm-hmm. For those of you that play the show, Miguel Cabrera was on that cover. Miggy, best hitter in the game back then. Two outs, two strikes, bottom of the ninth, winning 4 nothing. One strike away from a perfect game. This is the way MLB The Show does it, too. Mm-hmm. Ground ball to short. J.J. Hardy at shortstop. Fields, the screen freezes. And for about 35 seconds, I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, I'm going to have to be ready to throw the ball. I think, like, Jose Reyes was running or something. I'm like, he's got a lot of speed going down the line. Something's got to give here. And as soon as the screen unfroze, J.J. Hardy was face down in the dirt, and the ball was trickling in the left field. So I lost the perfect game and the no-hitter due to a glitch in the system from uh, MLB The Show. That's actually tragic. But I think you'll get it one day. I can't wait to go to Dublin, Ireland to the end St. Patrick's Day. And remember, everybody. Whoa, 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 Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.